the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Up to the minute market updates. This is Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. More than 100 rallies are scheduled around the country today under the banner of hashtag impeach Trump Day of Action. But Heritage Foundation legal scholar Hans von Spakovsky tells the Salem Radio Network Many progressive Democrats seem to misunderstand the purpose of the impeachment provision in the Constitution. The impeachment process was put in the Constitution not so that Congress can remove a duly elected president because they don't like him personally or they don't like his policies. President Trump is calling Iran a nation of terror, saying it's responsible for attacks on tankers in the Gulf of Oman. Military affairs analyst, retired Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis. We have a crisis. Uh, that crisis does not seem to be abating. Uh, if anything, it's escalating, and I think it will continue to escalate because the Iranian back is against the wall. And this is SRN News. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it, whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are better alternatives. For example... Just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Business Radio 1440. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Business 1440 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Smart Speakers. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. 
The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Good morning and welcome, King Banyan Show. Happy June to you. We made it another month. My heavens. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. Another month in the books. I had someone ask me the other day, how much longer are you going to be a dean at St. Cloud State? And I said, well, I never never say never. And they said, probability. I, someone said, well, you, you got the job through the end of the year, right? And it's like, ah, who knows? You never know. But anyway, we're here. We're always grateful. We, th- we, th- we thank you for listening. We thank the station for agreeing to keep us on the air for yet another week, maybe even another month. Uh, because uh, we'll, of course, show up for the Sebastian Gorka event. We'll tell you more about that. But uh, we'll be there with the Narn table. Sorry, those seats are sold at the Narn table, but there might be a few seats still around there. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and look for the look at the banner for uh, Sebastian Gorka's uh, time here in uh, in uh, the Twin Cities and come come down see it. Uh, it's just going to be uh, two hundred of your best friends. Um, some of whom you've never met yet, but boy, you're going to have a good time with them and with, and with Seb. Um, so that should, you should do that. Definitely. Anyway, six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, seven, seven number to call with questions or comments. I've been, uh, this is what happens when I'm caught texting somebody, uh, who I hadn't talked to for a while, who just happens to send me a text message five minutes before showtime. And you're like, yeah, thanks. I'd love to talk to you, but I can't for the next couple hours because I got, I got, you know, sort of like a sub worker crowd. I got a couple hundred of my best friends listening to me on radio for the next couple hours here. Uh, so that that will be that will be fun. Um, so it looks like we're going to have to talk about trade again. I would love not to. I will tell you. I wonder. I wonder, dear listeners, if you are. You are getting tired of me talking about it, but the president keeps doing things that you think to yourself, that's not right. And you want to do something to sort of highlight that fact. We'll definitely get to that today. Also, uh, a, you know, a n- number of people commenting over inverted yield curves, which I want to talk about today. I haven't had a chance really to discuss where that comes from. Somebody... Uh, who actually at one time was on our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot, many, many years ago, uh, Marty Andrade. Um, uh, he, used to ha- he used to have a show, uh, he co-hosted a show over on, on The Patriot, and, uh, and he and I um, got into a discussion on, on our Facebook pages about why does the yield curve work? It's not that it does work or doesn't work. It typically does, and... You know the old joke? I'm not sure if Andrew knows this joke, but the joke goes, it's a line that was attributed to Paul Samuelson, the great economist who wrote probably the first and still 
most wild, widely sold uh, principles textbook uh, uh, ever created in the post-World War II era. Uh, that economists have, for, have forecasted eight of the last five recessions. I, I believe that I believe that's attributed to him. The yield curve probably has a slightly better a slightly better record than economists generally speaking. It's been around for it, the, the use of the yield curve as a predictive tool has been around for quite some time, at least uh, 20 years that I can remember. I usually when I go back to see when people ask me why I send them back to a paper that was written in the mid 1990s uh, by by a couple people who um, had had various connections to the Federal Reserve. Uh, that's where it comes from initially, although. Although you can go back a little bit further, you can go back to the early '90s and find some references and some other things. But why does the yield curve work? What's going on there? We're going to do a little teaching this week. As I was telling Andrew just before the show, this is one of those weird weeks. Even though it's the first, even though it's the first of June, welcome June, welcome summer. Um, it is also kind of like the fifth fr- fifth week of the month. Because we didn't get a job report yesterday, because normally the first Saturday of the month is the job report, but not when, not when the first of the month is actually the Saturday. We'll get so job Saturday will in fact be next week, not this week. So we have a little extra time. We can do a little visiting about some topics that we don't normally get to. But first, we've given you a few of those. But first, let's go through the data of the week and and see what's see what's out there on balance i think it was a a pretty decent week in the news not a terrific week in the news but a decent week in the news everyone will focus on on sort of the big headline number gdp which had a revision on thursday it was revised down by a tenth from 3.2 to 3.1 but there were lots of people talking about about a two handle on this um or or 3.0 was sort of where the consensus ended up on uh, on the day of the announcement uh, before the announcement everyone was saying yeah probably 3.0 it came in at 3.1 uh nominal gdp was expected that uh, okay so it's a 3.1 that isn't necessarily all that wonderful nominal gdp came in at the at the level you would have expected uh the price deflator was dropped we would want to see nominal gdp in our economy around around five percent we would like to have a three percent real growth rate and we would like a two percent we would like a two percent inflation rate uh, in that pce deflator that five percent would be lovely uh we're currently running around four and a half again i to the extent that people want to say we should be pushing ourselves back to five i don't think policy is is able to fine-tune to the level that a lot of people talk about it this is this is some of some of my concern with a lot of the the talk on wall street uh, well i'll play a couple clips in a moment uh from two people at the fed who are having an argument about numbers that probably are no more than fractionally different our ability to measure to measure the impact of policies monetary or fiscal with the level of with the level of precision that's implied by these types of comments is just not that good. You should just be a lot more careful. That's why when I have my, my friends who follow us on Twitter at pound KBRS 
Some of them are in the engineering field. And they want to talk about things that happen after the decimal place. And I say, hey, everything after the decimal place is kind of is kind of a swag, um, which stands for scientific wild guess. Right? It's it's not it's not measured with that degree of precision. So the fact that it, that there was a revision from three point two to three point one. Nominal GDP was off a tenth here or there. It really wasn't that. It wasn't that. Uh, it, I, I take those as statistical noise, and I'm I'm just not going to spend any more time on that. Except to make people aware, the amount of statistical noise in these data are always substantial, and people talk about a miss of one tenth or two tenth, like somehow it pretends awesomeness or doom, and it doesn't pretend anything other than noise. And you are correct to in, to ignore it. That's why I tell you the trend is your friend or averaging is important because it helps reduce noise. Because noise can be on one side in one month, on the other side in the other month. And on average, you get something that's closer probably to the truth. Um, this is... This is... Um, this is the the important number from the GDP report. When they do the first revision of GDP, you also get the first estimate of profits for American businesses, um, and profits before tax, and profits um, profits after tax. Right? Profits before taxes registered in at two point nine two point nine percent versus four point six percent for the for the fourth quarter of twenty eighteen. There's a lot of noise in that particular number right now because of the 2017 Tax Act. So the after-tax numbers are all up, and that's great, and those are the numbers that should be pushing investment higher, evidence of which we're still, you know, is still pretty nebulous. But there's some stuff out there to indicate that there's some investment going on, particularly in software. Which is which is good. Maybe not so much in commercial real estate, which maybe is a little overbuilt anyway. So we are we are in we are in an interesting space there. But if you take out if you look at profits before taxes, that number has declined for four consecutive quarters. So if you want to say that glass is half empty. I would put my I would put my finger on that particular that particular datum and say that's the that's the that's the thing that's telling me that the economy is slowing down. That's the information we're, that that I'm getting anecdotally right now. We're in the middle of uh, compiling results of our business survey up here in Central Minnesota. Um, we're going to release the results of the study not this not this week but next week, and, and so. Um, we'll we'll have that information out, and we'll talk a little bit about it during uh, Job Saturday next week. Uh, but we're not ready to do that do that here. But I'm I'm very interested, uh, um, uh, very interested in that. The other thing that maybe warrants a little more discussion is the fact that the farmers are perhaps seeing the other side of a break here. The break is this. Their demand has been down because of the battle over trade with China and the and the Chinese uh, 
the Chinese tariffs on U.S. based soybeans. That's a good. That's a bad thing, right? For this for the farmers. However, all the rain that we've had, we had a we had a thunder boomer last night with hail up here. Uh, hopefully, that didn't damage any of the crops. But the fact that there's been so much rain probably means prices are going up for a lot of our food products. And frankly, that's bad for you and me, unless you and me are a farmer, in which case that's a good thing and going to be more for us to talk about. Let's get to that on the other side of this break here. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Good day. Welcome to our show. Today's topic, how to cover up your backyard. Well, I can't use my tool because it's not big enough, eh? No, but you got a lot of space back there. You know what would fit? What? An Arctic spa or Arctic swim spa. Oh, yeah. Take off. It would have helped with a cabin fever for sure. Why should we get one now instead of waiting for fall? Well, because there are model close-up pricing deals. You like a good deal. Showroom clearance deals. And the new models are also starting to show up in the showroom. Yeah, but aren't we going to have to pay a premium right now, eh? No. Premier Pool and Spa wants you to have the spa your dreams when you want it. They get you the very best deal any time of the year. They also bring them in by their truckload, so you can take advantage of those big savings. It sounds like they're working hard for me. They want you to have the best hot tub. And it's made in Canada for those Minnesota winters, eh? For the very best price, eh? Yeah, save on all the Arctic spas today. Visit Premier Pool and Chanhassen at PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities a full head of hair they can do the same for you their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business if you have hair loss don't put this off another day contact i need at their office in egan for your free consultation experience you can trust prices you can afford today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at i need more 
There we go. I want you to look at a couple pictures. I know. They always make fun of me. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. I'm that that guy, King Banyan. I'm the guy they make fun of. Why do they make fun of me? They make fun of me because I like to talk about charts that you can't see if you're staring at an old transistor radio. I get that. But many of my listeners are smart. They're listening to me while they're on the air. Some of you are listening at the podcast at at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. If you do that, I would say open up another window and open up Open up uh, to Twitter.com, even if you don't have your own account. You can still type in that search box, pound KBRS, and follow along with some of the things I put there. Right? You can do that. Unless you're driving, in which case, stop! Don't touch that phone. Don't do that. All right? Makes me makes me nervous. I, I don't like seeing the. I don't like seeing phones at ears in cars. I don't. If you try to call me and I'm driving and I'm driving, my wife's car does not have the does not have the connections to talk through the steering wheel or anything like that because she drives an older vehicle. Guess what? You don't. I just. You just go straight to voicemail. Uh, and if you're talking to me in my car, I might talk to you, but there's a pretty good chance I won't because I don't want the distraction. Um, but anyway, if you are if you are by a computer and you're following us pound KBRS, I did that little thirty seconds of of random stuff about about distracted driving so that the material would get posted through the Twitter Twitterverse. I put up two stories for you. One of them on the on the lateness of planting crops. Right now, I want you to go over to look at the hashtag pound KBRS. And you will see something from the American Farm Bureau that we just put up uh, within the last few minutes um, saying crop planting delays reach historic levels, resulting in high levels of uncertainty for 2019. Now, they're not going to tell you what that what that means for corn prices. And yes, prices went down yesterday for U.S. corn. There's a good reason for that, and it has to do with the tariffs. So I'll get to that in a little bit. In fact, I might even wait on that one till the, till the second hour because I do want to talk about the basically a conversation that was happening between Fed officials in competing environments uh, late, late this past week. But we're going to do that in the next segment. But I want you to look at this particular picture. Okay? There's two pictures I want you to see. One, the delay in planting. Okay? The delay in planting. So this is week this is the 21st week of 2019. And at this point, we, we currently have about 58% of the corn of the corn crop in the ground. On average at this point, it, on average at this point, we would be at something closer to something closer to uh, 90%. If you take the two other years where we've had delayed plantings, 1993 and 1995, they were not as delayed as this one is, the American Farm Bureau is saying. Similar stories can be told for soybeans and for lots of other crops. If you look at this this information uh, from the Farm Bureau and using data from the Department of Agriculture, we are currently in Minnesota, 27% below the five-year average of, of planted acreage of corn right at this time. We're 42% behind 
in soybeans. The rain last night, which at least here in in my little corner of uh, of Minnesota in in St. Cloud, and I live in the city, we had hail uh, hitting the roof about oh, 10, 10, 15 last night. Uh, that uh, that was pretty loud for about uh, three to four minutes, and I don't know what impact that has on farming. I'm not a farmer. I grew up in the city. But I love farmers because farmers make sure that I have something to eat. And I worry for them when when uh, bad weather happens at sensitive times in the, plant, in the planting, growing, and harvesting cycles. Uh, we are for, So if you look at those data then, and you say, well, can they catch up? Uh, the, fi- the In a normal year... In a normal year, this would be, at least in, in the s- southern half of Minnesota, this would be the this would be the final week, the final set of days in which you would plant corn. It's normally in the ground by June, right? Think about it, right? Knee high by the fourth of July, that story. That that old line that even us city slickers know. That can't, you can't get knee high by the 4th of July if you haven't put it in the ground by now. So the impact of this is is what? Well, I, th- that gets me to the second gra- the second thing that I, I've tweeted at you. Again, Pound KBRS is our Twitter feed. Uh, I've put up using bar chart. I have put up um, um, I've put up uh, a chart that shows you uh, what's happened to the price of corn over the last month? Looking at a, a chart that goes back uh, six months. This is a six-month chart for corn for delivery in September. The price had been around four dollars a bushel um, at the beginning of the year. It had fallen all the way down to to three sixty, so a ten percent drop. We got all of that back, plus an additional 10%, uh, more than 10%, by middle of the week last week before the tariff announcement that that backed us off um, that backed us off on Friday. But currently, currently we're at 4.36. That's a 9% increase in the price of in the price of corn. You could do the same for soybeans, but I'm just I'm just going to I'm not going to bomb you with a bunch of a bar charts. I'm just going to sh- tell you show you a single graph. And that single graph is only to say is only to say that some of the inflation that we've seen out there isn't going to be is going to show up here over the next few over the next few weeks. Now, and weeks and months. Now, what is also important for you to understand about that is that is that in the way the Federal Reserve uses that inflation target, because they focus on core personal consumption expenditures, they will not count. They will not count these food price changes in their core measure of inflationary expectations. This is what Chairman Powell often refers to as a transient change in prices but it's very very real it has real impact on 
on people's wallets. If you have a diet that consumes lots of corn or soybeans, you're going to be you're going to have have trouble. And since corn silage is used frequently to to help feed uh, uh, livestock, meat prices will rise as well. The price of food around the country is likely to go up in the next six months due to nothing other than weather. Okay, has next to nothing to do with 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 China or Mexico or any of that. It has to only do with weather. And and it's what makes me a little bit a little bit uh um head scratching about about what I'm seeing in this in this uh battle over trade right now is you've got a lot of issues to deal with right here, right now. You have to figure out, right? A lot of these farmers are now at the point where they can make claims to the effect of, I have not had the ability to plant my crops. I have an insurance policy that I'm now going to use. So rather than try to get uh, some crops into the ground, they're going to instead simply let the, let the uh, land lie fallow, unplanted, and they're going to go to the insurance companies and, and, get, and, and file their claims and get payment that way. That has two impacts. First of all, it's likely to exacerbate the, the the rise in prices for corn and soybeans. And that will be made worse by the fact that we're engaging in in a trade battle, which is leading to the increase in price of at least of soybeans from from China and likely to likely to now say, Oh hey, you guys are short corn. Well guess what? We're in a trade war. To heck with you. We're going to raise the price. We're going to raise tariffs on, on corn going into the U.S. as well. We're going to we're going to we're going to tariff exports of corn, right? We don't have to just tariff imports. We can tariff exports. Okay, not as common in the U.S., but super common in Europe and China. They'll tariff that stuff on the way out rather than on the way uh, rather than on the way in, and that will cause a. Uh, that will cause a real that will cause a, a further increasing in prices right so that's that's one battle the other battle is where do you think the seed for the 2020 crop comes from if you said it comes from the 2019 crop go to the head of the class you pre- you just passed ag ag 101 right you're going to have you're going to have a diminishing diminishing of the seed supply for future years as a result of people not planting because they couldn't get their crops in the ground due to the rain. So this has reverberations across uh, across there and here's my last point on this. It is that the way the market system works is those price changes are exactly what you want to get the proper allocations of of seed and of of finished crops in in to people the efficient allocation of those resources depends on a well functioning price system that is not being having sand thrown into the gears by hastily arranged tariff policy we'll talk about that later on but coming up next the federal reserve having a conversation with itself King Banyan Show, Business 1440.
Across America, it's snoring season. 90 million Americans make this sound every night. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Introducing an ingenious Australian invention called Mute. Mute is a comfortable nasal device that helps you breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. Put snoring season to bed, America. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash now? One of the nation's largest personal loan networks, GetCash.com, is the place to go when you need money fast. All you need is a checking account and a regular source of income. And you could get up to $5,000 discreetly with your computer or smartphone in as little as 24 hours, regardless of your credit history. Get the cash you need fast at getcash.com. That's getcash.com. Getcash.com. So you sit down and do your budget and you look at all your monthly costs and your bills and your income and it seems like there's never quite enough. You know what would really help. Finding $500 a month to help balance things out. That is the typical savings. $500 a month for a family when you switch to MediShare for your health care. And when it comes to health care sharing ministries, MediShare is really the gold standard. It's been around for 25 years and has more than 400,000 members. It's been around so long and grown so much because it works. And whether you're single or married or have kids, this could make sitting down to do a monthly budget a lot more fun. $500 a month can more than cover a car payment or payback loans, whatever. So join MediShare and go out to dinner to celebrate. Here's the number to call. They are incredibly kind and helpful to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow, Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. 651-289-4477. 651-289-4477. 651-289-4477. Particularly if you're a first-time caller who has a background in farming. I'm interested in what you're hearing. I have not had much time in the last week to get out and talk to uh, the farmers. I am I am uh, spending some time tomorrow with uh, a couple people that do ag lending and uh, and some other and at least one person who I know does farm. So I'm I'm hopeful that I will see 
I will I will get some more information uh, by the time we do the show next week. But this is, I think, a very, very serious concern. Um, there was a, a fair amount of uh, shouting and uh, shouting and, and on on uh, blogs and Twitter about a speech given on Thursday uh, of this week by Richard Clarida. Uh, Clarida is the uh, is the vice chair of the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve. Uh, he has a long time background as a PhD economist. Um, and uh, has been an academic in the past. He's sort of the traditional, gone through the traditional uh, way into the into the Fed. I'm saying this in no small part because of the uh, the uh, shouting over some of the interviews that have been given by uh, someone who's been uh, tapped to be uh, added to the board of governors here in the near future. Um, I don't believe she's been formally and uh, formally nominated yet, but uh, Judy Shelton is um, the name that everyone's talking about as being Trump's next choice after the uh, after the uh, uh, failed uh, nominations of uh, Steve Moore and uh, Herman Cain. Uh, I am I anyway. I want to talk about Clarita's speech. Okay, so Clarita is he. I have to so let me let me set the scene for you of what an av- what an average economics conference or seminar or something like that looks like. First of all, we tend to be kind of nasty to each other. Um, it is it, it is not pleasant, uh, and I would say younger economists have gotten very sensitive and have tried to change the tone. But when I was a young assistant professor, gosh, that's about thirty years ago now. Uh, but when I was a young assistant professor 30-plus years ago, it was not uncommon to have people in the audience who basically said, well, I think your thesis is full of baloney, um, sometimes some other substance, and, uh, and, here's, and here's why. And, and for, you know, voices occasionally getting a little bit raised as each was trying to make their point and, and so forth. It's not that all that unusual, but if you got away from that and tried to listen to the talks they tend to be very technical and over time my belief is that they've become way too technical economists in my mind should be speaking to the general public as much as they speak to each other that is one reason why i am uh, doing this radio program to bring economics to you it's why we uh, we're coming up on the 10th year in- the 10 year anniversary of kbrs and uh, it will happen sometime in November, as I remember it. Um, um, the, but uh, it is, it is um, a very, it is a very interesting thing to watch. The other thing is that they talk to, you know, very technical ter- in these technical terms. So let me give you an example of this. This is Clarida actually trying to describe if you think i'm bad doing charts and graphs on radio listen to this piece from from clarida talking about how he believes monetary policy is done just right uh this was on thursday in a speech uh this is cut number three andrew the u.s economy is in a very good place with the unemployment rate near a 50-year low with inflationary pressures muted with expected inflation stable, and with GDP growth solid and projected to remain so. 
Moreover, the federal funds rate is now in the range of estimates of its longer-run neutral level, and the unemployment rate is not below, far below many estimates of U-star. So plugging these in, inputs into a 1993 Taylor-type rule produces a federal funds rate between two and a quarter and two and a half percent, which is in the range for the policy rate that the FOMC has reaffirmed since our January meeting. Most recently, the committee judged at our May meeting that the current stance of policy remains appropriate. And that decision reflected our view that some of the softness in recent inflation data will prove to be transitory. This judgment aligns with some private sector forecasts, which also project that PCE inflation will return to 2% by next year. Okay, so good. So let me, uh, let me sort of try to clarify kind of what, he's, what he is talking about. He's mentioned the Taylor Rule, and we talk about it frequently. And I'm actually going to try to tell you exactly what it is. He says 1993 Taylor Rule. That's actually a bit of a key. He also says U star. That's a bit of a key, too. So let me explain what the Taylor Rule is. The Taylor Rule is not meant to be... It's been used as prescriptive, but it's a way to evaluate what the stance of monetary policy is. The Taylor Rule has... Okay, so if you think about an equation... Right, so he's talking about an equation. The Taylor rule is an equation. Okay, on the left hand side is is just what is the Fed funds rate target? Currently two and a quarter to two and a half percent. What goes on the right hand side? On the right hand side he you have you have two numbers that are that are constant. One the current inflation rate, which is which is one and a which is basically about one and a half percent. One and a half percent uh, current. Yeah, so let's say it's one and a half percent. Let's add to the, let's add to that. Okay, one and a half percent. That's the inflation rate. Plus some measure of R star. He said U star. He didn't say R star, but R star is an important point because that's the that's what they think is the real interest rate that happens when we're in equilibrium. Now, hold on to that, because that's actually the criticism that Judy Shelton had that I have some sympathy for. I think she's a... I, I, will, I will say I like Judy Shelton as being on the Fed more than I would have liked Herm Cain being on the Fed, even though Herm Cain has been on, a, on an advisory council pass. I would have liked Judy Shelton better. I don't like her as much as I would have liked Steve Moore. I, I put her in the middle of that group. Okay? And so I, I was fine with either of them. I don't... I, I anyway I I'll we'll get to her in a moment. The other two parts of it though are the gap between inflation and where you want it to be. Okay? So the gap between inflation and where you want it to be is currently is currently at point is at point 5. Okay, is at negative point 5. That would then say that you can reduce your inflation target and keep monetary policy a little bit loose. So if you want inflation at 2% and, you will, and it's currently at 1.5%, you would reduce your inflation rate. But when he says 93 rule, he's saying that that, that gap is weighted. It's, a weighted. it's a weight on that of 0.5. And then the other one is he says U-star meaning that he's using the unemployment gap because that's the last element in the Taylor rule. 
If you want to know this, there actually is the up to the point where it talks about empirical relevance, the wiki entry on the wiki entry for Taylor rule is actually pretty well written. It's pretty it's a pretty simple explanation, but I warn you there are charts and there there are there are equations and there are charts. I'm just going to warn you. And if you're like I don't like doing I don't like reading that stuff then don't go look. It's okay. My point is he's trying to say that the rule is being applied correctly. Why do I make a point of this? Because the next day on Bloomberg, Neil Kashkari, president of the Minneapolis Federal Reserve, not trained as a PhD macroeconomist, but instead actually has a background in engineering, but has been around finance long enough that that he knows he knows the lingo at least. He says this he says this element on the air. Let's go ahead and play cut number four. It's uh, it's not a comforting signal. We've been paying attention to the yield curve for a couple of years. As the Fed's been raising rates, the front end of the yield curve has gone up, and the back end has stayed anchored or even come down. So I think it is a, a, a concerning signal. At a minimum, it's telling us that market participants are forecasting slower economic growth in the future. Uh, and so we should take that in as a very serious signal. I think it gives us feedback on where the neutral interest rate is. You know, there's a lot of debate. Are we at neutral today? I would say we're probably pretty close to neutral with the federal funds rate, but that's an inexact science. And so for me, the yield curve is also giving feedback on where we are relative to neutral. I think we're at neutral, but we might be slightly restrictive. And that might be one of the signals that the yield curve is telling us. Uh, it- okay, and that is, t- there are two elements of that. First of all, he's confirming something that we've we've played for you before from Jim Bullard. Okay, that in fact that in fact the rate should be that in fact he believes that the rate is uh, perhaps too high. He thinks it's like a quarter point too high. Kashkari is more lining up with the Bullard wing than he is with the Clarida and I think Powell wing. I think I think Clarida is expressing what the board what the board believes, and it's one reason why they don't want people that dissent from such views as sharply as maybe Moore or Shelton would. Uh, so there's that. The other point that he made in the reason why he thinks we might be a little bit too high is he says he talks about that neutral real rate. There is significant debate about that. Uh, Clarida and I think Powell say that they believe they have the right handle on it. Bullard and Kashkari do not. The argument is continuing within the Fed. There's there's lots of pieces out there that say that the Fed is looking at, that the market expects the Fed to cut the interest rate once or twice. I'm hearing between the Fed maybe uh, an argument between no cut and one cut. I'm not hearing two cuts whatsoever. I'm not hearing it in any of their conversations right now. But the market seems to want to push them in that direction if you look at the Fed Fund's futures market at this time. And that, that is a very significant, a very significant uh, 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 debate to have. If we're cutting the interest rate twice, the, answer, the question is why? And it's not going to be because we have differences on what the real rate is. It's, gonna be, it's because everyone believes the economy is slowing down. And we're still waiting for some very significant evidence of that. A revision of GDP at 3.1% is not the evidence. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. 
Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it. Whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half-off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Most people would like more freedom to do what they want, when they want, and on their own time. At Online Trading Academy, we will teach you the strategies so you can have the freedom to do those things. Whether you're looking for a supplemental income, how to better manage your 401k retirement account, or even know how to manage your broker, we are here for you. Online Trading Academy is the world leader in financial education. We've helped thousands of people just like you become confident, self-directed investors. Online Trading Academy can provide you with valuable skills that can help you accomplish your goals. Now is the time to get started. Join us this week for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is fourteen forty. Shall we wait for the Shall we wait for the verse? Let's. Oh yeah. Would you, be my you know, one of the things that annoys me in golf is the fact that younger golfers now insist on having music while they play. Um, and I hate it, but if anyone rolled up the fairway with this on their, on their, uh, playing in their cart, I'd go over and thank them. 
Because this sort of describes where my game goes by the time I get to the 13th tee. Holding it together for 18 holes is hard work. That's why I admire the people that do this so much. Anyway, 651-289-4477. 651-289-4477, the number to call. With a few minutes left, I wanted to play the, the piece that Clarida said. Uh, this is Richard Clarida, Vice Chair of the Federal Reserve, on Thursday... So after setting up all this information about the Taylor Rule and saying, look, we're using the Taylor we if we look at the Taylor Rule, we think we're, we've got policy in the right place, disagrees with, with Bullard, uh, Kashkari comes to Bullard's defense yesterday, and yeah, okay, fine. But this last 20 seconds got everybody's attention. I want you to hear it, then I'm going to tell you the attention it got. Uh, let's play cut number six, please. However... If the incoming data were to show a persistent shortfall in inflation below our 2% objective, or were to indicate that global economic and financial developments present a material downside risk to our baseline outlook, then these are developments that the committee would take into account in assessing the appropriate stance for monetary policy. That got everyone's attention because everyone's like, oh, he opened the door to a rate cut people I'm sorry I, 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 I sometimes Andrew I wish I had a soundboard of my own because there are certain sounds I would make right here to indicate that that indicate my exasperation with everybody who's sort of like oh they're going to cut rates they're going to cut rates they're going to cut rates this Federal Reserve has said consistently for six months that they are data dependent now, I don't particularly love data dependency because I don't necessarily know what data they're looking at. I think I know, but I don't know that I know. I also think we enter at a point, as we've said, where the data are far more noisy than usual, right? So there's an amount of noise that happens in the data at all times. I particularly think around around the around various points of time you can get additional levels of noise, additional levels of uncertainty. I think you can make a pretty credible case that the level of uncertainty has risen in the last year and a half to two years. I don't, I don't ascribe all of that to the, the current president of, of the United States. I ascribe some of it to him. He has a way of, of, of issuing policies like what he did with Mexico. We'll talk about that in the next hour. I promised you we would, and we will. But he, it's not all of it. We now have the UK going into, an, going into a decision on who will be the prime minister. There's tons of noise coming out of uh, the, the London press. Oh, there's going to have to be a second referendum. Oh, there's going to have to be a snap election. It's inevitable. It's going to have to happen. All right? You don't think you'll... Okay, those of you who get upset because you're a fairly conservative person and you don't like the liberal bias of the U.S. media, you should spend a couple weeks in London after taking some time to understand London politics and how how the London newspapers and British newspapers work. Um... The level of uh, the the level of uh, vitriol within the newspapers towards uh, towards the Tories is off the charts. Have they bungled Brexit? Oh yes, absolutely. So it's it's 
disheartening what's happened. But the only, and maybe the only thing that keeps them from falling is the fact that that labor is in a worse place. The most recent poll says the Liberal Democrats, an also-ran party for the last 50 to 60 years, is currently polling in first if they were to have parliamentary elections today. Add to this um, the uncertainties in Europe coming out of coming particularly out of Italy. Add to this um, softening numbers coming out of China. Okay, that are not related to the trade war, but the fact that they are that they've decided to paper over the trade war with tons of cheap credit. There's a lot of uncertainty right now, and the Federal Reserve is saying, "Hey, in this environment, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to be patient." And let the let the game come to me. Does this mean I might miss the turning point? Might might I move monetary policy too late? Yes, but everyone will be very upset if they move monetary policy too early, particularly if they try to move monetary policy in 2020 during an election year. They don't want to be caught in that place. They want to be sure that the case has been made so that if they have to move rates in one direction or the other, it is based on their own judgment and not on what they're hearing from the political scene in Washington. That's the way it's going to have to roll for them, and I think it's the way that it will roll for them. So with that in mind, we'll, we'll be right back. We're going to have to talk about the trade war on the other side of this break. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt for PatriotMobile.com. I've always been urging you to switch from whatever cell phone carrier you have to PatriotMobile.com. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt for PatriotMobile.com. I've always been urging you to switch from whatever cell phone carrier you have to PatriotMobile.com because PatriotMobile.com is the only conservative cell phone company out there. I also want to stress, you'll be joining the consumers who are saving up to $1,200 a year by switching to Patriot Mobile. Yeah, you made the move originally. You've been thinking about it because you want to support the Heritage Foundation. You want to support the NRA. You want to support all the great conservative causes that PatriotMobile.com supports. And you like the fact that PatriotMobile.com is veteran-led by my friend, the former fighter pilot, Moby. You like the fact that it's grown so big so fast because millions of Americans want every one of their dollars to go either to good consumer services or to good conservative causes. That's PatriotMobile.com. Talk and text plans start as low as $25 a month. Don't wait another day. You know you should make the switch. You know you should give it a try like I have. Visit them today. Veteran-led PatriotMobile.com. That's PatriotMobile.com. Hi, I'm Lee, along with Matt and Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. In John chapter 3, there's a man named Nicodemus that comes to Jesus by night to ask him questions. Nicodemus was a pretty smart guy. He was even admired by a lot of people around him. He was a Pharisee who had so much knowledge of the scriptures at that time, but he missed one simple truth. You must be born again. Many people call us with issues that seem complicated regarding their roof or gutters. There may actually be a simple solution to the problem. We'd love the opportunity to come to your home, take a look at what's happening, and see if there isn't that simple solution. Just as Jesus answered Nicodemus's question with the famous verse, John 3.16, we hope to solve your problem with a straightforward solution. Call us today at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.net. That's thekingdombuilders.net. We're not salespeople. We're just great roofers. 
This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Joe Biden's abandonment of his long-standing support for the Hyde Amendment has not only damaged his campaign, but should bring permanent changes to the language we use on the abortion issue. Biden and other Catholic Democrats often insisted that they personally disapproved of abortion, but that they didn't want government to interfere with a woman's so-called right to choose. But if the Hyde Amendment is removed, that means the right to choose becomes a right to government funding for terminating a pregnancy. Many of those who said they wanted government to stay out of the abortion decision now insist that government must get directly involved by providing federal funding. This is not a pro-choice position. It's a pro-abortion position demanding government subsidies. In the future, liberals who favor such funding should accept the pro-abortion designation just as proudly as conservatives acknowledge that we are anti-abortion and pro-life. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree. Apply by June 15th for fall classes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.